Welcome to the Medit Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series, Ever Wonder Why? Today's sermon is entitled, Why Didn't God Answer My Prayer? We're going to learn the purpose of prayer isn't to get God to do our will, but the purpose of prayer is to know God and so He can do His will. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. And Today we're going to be continuing our series called You Ever wondered why. <laughs> and I'm jacked up about today's sermon because this one is a goodner. A goodner. From where I'm from, goodner is a, is a message that there are saying that means it's good, but it's gooder than gooder, and then it's gooder than gooder than gooder than good. It's a goodner. <laughs> so y'all get ready for this. And so it's going to be a goodner today. And I encourage you, if you will, if you'll share this out to your Facebook uh, I know we're on YouTube. You guys share this YouTube to one of your friends. Send this link because I know today's sermon is on point. Because we're going to continue to answer these difficult questions that we may have. And maybe we've had these questions in the past. And so today my sermon is entitled, Why Didn't God Answer My Prayer? Why Didn't God Answer My Prayer? Pastor Michael, you constantly talk about you believe in the power of prayer and we talk about how we believe that God's going to meet each and every need, and I truly believe that God will do that. And I believe that God will answer our prayers, and I do believe that sometimes we often pray about certain situations and things in our life, and God gives us an answer for it, but we don't like it. So we're going to dive deep into this today, and, and we're just going to dive hard into it. So how many of you believe in the power of prayer? How many of you believe in the power of prayer? I know I do. I know for me and in my house, we stand on that, that biblical belief and in the power of prayer. And, you know, we sing that song, uh, Too Good Not to Believe, because, uh, and I love it because there's a part in there that talks about I've seen things with my own very two eyes. And, and me, in, in the course of my ministry, we have seen things with our own very two eyes take place. And he's too good not to believe. He's amazing. And, you know, we talked about God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. But wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. If God is good all the time, then that means he's got to answer my prayers the way I think he should, right? I love when sick, he's, he's got to touch them. Uh, my finances are in the dump, so he's got to bless me. So, so, but all things are possible with Christ. All things are possible. When we seen these t-shirts, we went out of town. The other week, and we're at some little shops, and they have some T-shirts, and I love seeing different graphic tees. I'm a graphic tea, tea guy, especially from the 90s and the, uh, the 80s and 90s comic sh shows and comic book shows and uh, TV shows, and I love graphic tees. They had this shirt on there that said, All things are possible with Christ. All things are possible with Christ. But, but, but if all things are possible with Christ, why didn't he answer my prayer? Why didn't he answer the prayer that I prayed? I had one prayer that I was praying, and he didn't answer it. Let's find out. I got some good news for you guys today. That prayer is very powerful. Prayer is very, very powerful. And we believe in that power, but it also can be confusing. It can be very confusing at times of why God does the things that he does. Let's look at some people in the Bible here. Uh, Joshua in the Bible, he prayed from sunup to sundown. Now, man, he spent the whole day praying, man. He was just on it. And, and, and he, he just, man, he loved praying to God and he loved just seeking after God. And, and he just, man, think about this, you know, all day. Spent the whole day doing nothing but praying. 
wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping, wasn't playing Nintendo. He was just praying to God. Man, that's that's the one that's dedication. Now, if you pray all day, man, man, that's awesome. But but man, him, he spent the whole day praying. Praying. I got my people mixed up here. This guy wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Whew. Got ahead of myself. Uh this is this is my buddy Josh here. Sorry about that. But he prayed all day. But he constantly seen that his friends were getting divorced, seeing his friends go through financial struggles, even though he prayed all day, every day. Now, we're going to talk about somebody who prayed all day here in a minute. I, again, I got my things mixed up. My notes are off. And then in First King in 18, there's a man that I love, Elijah. I loved Elijah. I love how he was. And, and there's a song that I, that I love listening to, the God of Elijah. And he stuck because he had the belief and, and the power that, that, that the very fire from heaven would fall on earth. And this particular song was pretty cool because they get creative. And, and I could see Elijah doing this. And, and he's like, you know, Elijah's praying out. And, and you know, I think he was kind of poking fun at, at all the other ones. Where's your God at? If God's so mighty over here, talking about the other people that were with him, uh, trying to prove that, they, that his God existed and, and all this other good stuff. But, but he, he was, I think he was making fun of, hey, hey, listen, I'm going to let God's fire fall down on this altar. Check it out. Keep adding water to it. And so this song was like, the God of Elijah. <laughs> Y'all over here doing all these things for your so-called God. But that's the kind of prayer that I believe in, that the very fire of the kingdom of heaven can fall on this altar. Well, Pastor Michael, y'all don't have an altar. Yeah, we got an altar up here. We got an altar here. Our, our altars can be made wherever you guys need prayer at. We will pray right there and we will seek after God. Whether it's your seat, it's in the parking lot, it's up here. At front. We'll make an altar. But I know that the fire can fall down wherever. And that's the prayer, and that's the fire and truth, and, and truth that I believe in. It's the power of Elijah in the prayer. And I'm talking about a man that prayed all day was Daniel here. Daniel was one of these super, super strong prayers. He loved, he, and he believed in the power of prayer. Now, here's the little rascal here. Let me tell you what they did. So back in the day, they was like, hey, man, listen, you pray too much. You got to quit praying because he'd go home every day, get in front of his window. He'd pray out to God and, and seek after God. And they made a law that said, hey, you can't do this. People didn't like the fact the man was in there praying in his own house, hanging out, doing his thing. So they made a law. Daniel was like, I don't care. And then he got creative. <laughs> this is what I like about Daniel. He's like, okay, you tell me I can't pray in my house. This is cool. Guess what? I'm going to go right the same, same window. I'm going to pop it open. And I think I'm just going to stand out here and I'm going to yell out my prayers. Even though he knew that it was facing his death. He knew that if he was going to was against the law and back in that time they had some they had some crazy crazy punishments and so and, and, and he began to pray out knowing that he would can be in presidents and can face his death because they're going to toss him into a lion's den hungry hungry lions but I think sometimes we want to treat prayers like sporting events when my team's doing good, it's easy for me to cheer them on. I'm cheering them on. Them Carolina Tar Heels the other night, they were playing. I didn't watch them, but I know from people I heard, they were screaming. They were chanting. I want my team to win.
Hallelujah. They were even praying out to God, please let the Carolina Tar Heels win this game. And they were, and they were yelling out, good sportsmanship. <laughs> it's good fights. And of course, Tar Heels went on the win. Yes, praise God. Thanks also. <laughs> Maybe they answered the prayer. But prayer is powerful. Prayer can be confusing. But we got to treat prayer as an everyday desire. It's like it made at church, my every desire is Christ. We have to pray every day. We can't just support our teams in the good times. They've got to be there in the bad times. You, you Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> in the bad times, in the good times, in the worst times, when they almost won the Super Bowl, when they did win the Super Bowl, when they ain't won it in so many years. Trying to give you all some good references here. But power, there's power in prayer. But it also can be confusing. Look at John 14, 13 through 14. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. Guys, if you've taken notes, you need to write that down, or if you've got your Bibles, just highlight that. Verse 13, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that my Father may be glorified in the Son. You Whatever you ask in my name. Now check out verse 14. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Wow. Who wants a new car? Who wants to win the Powerball? Who wants to go out on that next day? Who wants financial freedom? All you have to do is say, God, I pray to win the Powerball. The Powerball, and Lord, let me hit all five numbers. Maybe, maybe. God, you know a new car. In the name of Jesus. And it's, and it's what people were praying. Because, because, man, man y'all check it out. <laughs> whatever you ask in my name, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. I will do it. This is biblical right here. Man, that's what I'm saying right there. I like this. Pastor Michael, I like this sermon. This sermon's good. You mean I tell me I could pray, and I can, and I can pray for a new car, and I, can, and I can get that new car, I can get that power ball. Keep praying. There's power in prayer. See, what happens when you ask God and you know he can do it? I know God can do it. I know if I'm sick and I pray out to God, I know he can touch my heart and touch my body and touch my soul. I know he can do it. I know he should do it. He said if I pray in his name, I'm going to church and I'm seeking after him and, and I'm giving to the church. I'm working in the church. I'm doing everything God's asking me. And now I'm sick, I'm not feeling good, I got a bad doctor's report, and I'm praying out to God. So what happens when I ask him, and he doesn't do what I've asked him to do? He didn't heal me. He didn't heal my, my loved one. He didn't give me that financial breakthrough I need. He didn't give me that promotion at work. He didn't get that new car. Did I do something wrong? Maybe God is not listening. Maybe God's just mad at me. He's angry at me. Or maybe he just right out doesn't care. Again, today we're going to talk about why didn't God answer my prayer? Why didn't God answer my prayer? And you know, sometimes we got to understand the nature of God. We got to understand his nature and the purpose of power, or the purpose of prayer. Sorry, because I believe in the power of prayer. See, it's hard for us to grasp. I mean, it's hard for us 
to, to grasp in, 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 in terms of, of understanding things. See, we're not the main character in our stories. See, I told this time to tell you guys, we got a story and a story worth telling. And, and I want to tell y'all something. Listen, listen. When we make a mistake, when we mess up, guess what? Guess what? We try to write our own stories sometimes, but guess what? Even if we try to write our own stories and we mess up, God can take it and erase it and make it like it never even happened. Because God's a loving God and a merciful God. But see, we're not the main character in our stories. What are you talking about? How am I not the main character in my story? I got a story and a story worth telling. You mean to tell me I'm not the main character in it? No, time out, no. See, God is the main character. God's the one that is allowing us to do what we're doing each and every day. He's the one that gives us the breath in the morning to breathe. See, I want you guys to, to understand something. God doesn't exist to serve us. God doesn't exist to serve us. We exist to serve him. One of these days, I'm going to have a sticker up here. I got the graphic. I just got to get it done. Wall graphics, too. Put that on your list. <laughs> My every desire is Christ. My every desire is Christ. Because, because we want to desire after him every day. It didn't say, my every desire is me. My every desire is Christ. And we exist to serve him daily. See, the purpose of our prayer isn't to get God to do our will. You hear that? The purpose of prayer isn't to get God to do our will. The purpose of our prayer is to get to know God so he will do his will. And I know when Christ was on the cross, he said, God, let your will be done, not my will. Because let's just face it, he had a human side to him. And he's like, man, I'm just I'm tired. I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> because he was wanting to give up the human side of him. Because, I mean, it could have been very easy because he was flesh. And, and the flesh was telling him, hey, you got to stop. You got you to gotta give up. And the enemy was there and he was tempted him. He said, hey, you, you, you can stop this at any moment. But he prayed and he cried out. He said, God, not my will be done, but your will be done. And so that should be our prayer is to pray out to God. Say, God, let your will be done in my life. God, it's your will for me to get this new car, this new promotion, this financial breakthrough. God, let your will be done and not my will. Because let's just say, I like to go out and I like to get me a brand new car right now. You know what I'm saying? Because gas is up. <laughs> I want one of those cool electric cars. I can just plug in. It just charges up. I ain't got to put fuel in it for $4 or something a <laughs> Praise God. See, God isn't our spiritual Santa Claus. God isn't our spiritual Santa Claus. See, we want to tell our, our kids that Santa Claus exists. Now, if you tell your kids that Santa Claus is, it's between you and them. But me and my house, we don't. We just tell, we tell our kids like it is, hey, listen, uh, I give you presents. Ain't no fake character going to get credit for what I didn't spend all this money on. <laughs> y'all do y'all. Y'all do y'all. But listen, 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 listen. <laughs> but God isn't somebody that, that you just, it's a fairy tale worth telling. God exists. And he sent his son Jesus down the cross for me and you. He didn't send this fairy tale character to put gifts under a tree. Because that's what they wanted for Christmas. And, and, and what we do is we, is we want to tell ourselves sometimes with Christ that, that, that he's our spiritual Santa Claus. He's this guy on the, and that we always talk about and we, we'll see him when we die. 
And if we're not good, then we may not see him and he's going to do, you know, maybe not bless us in our life. Or maybe he's going to put that lump of coal under the tree. How many of you ever told your kids, hey, if you, don't, if you don't listen and be good this year, you don't do good in school, then Santa Claus can put a lump of coal in your tree. <laughs> and if you told your kids, that's fine, hey, hey, that's cool, that's cool. I'm not knocking you for it. I'm just saying what we do in our house. See, God isn't a drive-through either. He's not a drive-through God. I love drive-throughs. I love going to drive-throughs because they're fast, they're quick. I can go, I can, I can go to McDonald's up here, and man, a lot of times they're busy. And man, I can get through the line pretty quick because it's fast. See, see, <laughs> I have a need, and I push the button. Like we go to Sonic, so you can push the button on the thing. I can place my order, and I can tell them exactly what I want. I can even tell them what I don't want on this burger or on my meal. I don't want this. I don't want that, but I do want this, and I do want that. But see, God isn't a drive-through God. We can't pray to God, God, listen, I, I, I want these things done in my life. I want these things done in my life, but, but I don't want no hardships to come from it. I don't want no problems to come with it. I, I don't want no suffering to come through it. I don't want these, I don't want to experience bad things, God. I want the good stuff. I want to get to the end. I want, I want the financial breakthroughs, but I don't want to go through the struggles to get in there. I want a new car, but I don't want to go through the struggles to get there. God, I just want it, and I want it now. See, we live in a generation right now where we want everything right this moment. Right this instance, phones and computers have destroyed this generation because they have a lack of respect and a lack of patience because everything wants to be instant. God, we're praying for this and we're praying for that and we want you to do it right now. That's not how it works sometimes because God's not a uh, drive-through God. God is not a push button. He's not a relationship to try to, 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 to push He's not a button that you're trying to go through and push and make an order. He's a relationship that you're trying to pursue. Pursue. You remember we talked about it a few weeks ago, chase after, your, you know, chase after God and chase after your number two and, and it'll build a better relationship if you guys go back and watch the relationship series that we just done in, in February. But, 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 but God wants us to pursue after him, us to pursue him each and every day because the purpose of prayer isn't to get God to do our will. But the purpose of prayer is to know God's will is to be done. And I pray that God let your will be done in my life. God let your will be done in this church. God, if it don't line up with our vision, God help us to say, hey, is this the vision and, and where direction that you want us to go? Keep us in check, God. But, 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 but the verse back there said, Jesus will do anything I ask. Jesus said he would do anything I ask. <laughs> Why didn't he? Why didn't he do these things? See, when you study and you interpret the Bible, you can, you can take things and, and you can pluck certain things out <laughs> and, and you can read the verse in there. In the Bible, well, Jesus said, I can do anything I ask, and he would do it for me. <laughs> That's great. We can read verses in the Bible, and we can study, and we can take it, and we can twist it and take it out of context and make it into what we want to make it into. Whoo, did y'all hear that? Somebody's going to get saved today and understand that, listen, you can't take and read the Bible 
and reverse it in the Bible and take it out of context and make it work for you to justify what you're trying to do. <laughs> well, Jesus said he would do anything for me. He didn't do it. My loved one died. Now I ain't going back to church because he didn't answer my prayer. Y'all won't believe. I, y'all, listen, I've been in ministry a long time. A long time. I grew up in church. I've been in ministry a long time. I've seen a lot of people come through the doors, go out the doors. I've had people to tell me, I'm like, hey, man, why don't you come back to church? I don't want to go to church ever again because God didn't answer the prayer because I prayed out to him. I seeked after him. I went to church every week. I did everything right, and he still let my loved one die. Y'all, I'm going to tell y'all why. God may not answer the prayer like you think he should, but he's got a reason and a rhyme why he allows things to happen in your life. Guess what? He's maybe preparing you for your biggest blessing yet. Don't let a bad situation determine your outcome, your future. Don't let past experiences and past issues in your life and in your church walk stop you from God and getting to know God and having that relationship with you. Don't let a man stop you because he took things and he twisted out of context. Stop you from the presence of God. Stop allowing people to dictate your actions because what we want to do is we want to take these things and interpret it the way we want to make it fit our lives to justify to do what we're doing. So why doesn't God answer my prayers? Maybe you've had a broken relationship. Maybe you've had this thing. Why does a loving God allow me to go through these things? Why does he allow me to be brokenhearted? And I'm not just talking about you know spouses and, and marriages relationships. I'm talking about friendship relationships too. These go hand in hand. Why does God allow me to go through broken relationships? It tells us in March 11 to have faith in Christ. Say to the mountain and to the sea, and it shall be done. See, therefore, and this is Mark 11, 24 through 25, therefore I tell you, whenever you ask for it in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you of your sins. Listen, sometimes what we're doing is we're holding on to grudges from things that people's done in the past, and that's why God isn't blessing us. It took me a long time to understand how to let things go. That song Frozen says, let it go. Let it go. Sometimes we just need to let things go and let people be. Guess what? They're sleeping at night while you're up worrying about it. I'm jacked up about this one, y'all. Y'all got to quit worrying about past things that have happened. You've got to forgive. Well, Pastor Michael, you don't know what they did to me. Guess what? People's done me wrong and done me dirty. And you know what I've had to do? God, forgive them. And I've even had to pray. I mean, recently, God, if I still have any type of anger or madness or upsetting in my life, God, forgive me to forgive them. Sometimes the enemy wants to come back and say, hey, you know what they did to you. And I start praying, God, I don't want to have a hard heart towards them. God, bless them. I don't know about y'all, but that gets me me excited. Our relationships matter when we begin to pray. Spouses, relationships, marriages, friendships, pray for one another. You want a closer relationship, not only with your significant other and your spouses, (laughs) start praying. Start seeking after God. Make him the center of your life. Oh, man, I got a lot to go. Uh, your, your relationships with people will impact your relationship with God. Pray with one another. Pray, 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 pray. I can't tell you guys that enough. It says Matthew 5, 23 through 24. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar in there, remember that your brother or sister has something against you. You hear that? While you're at the altar, you're praying. You're all 
there, here in the presence of, in our house or at your home, wherever you make it. If you get there and you remember something, leave your gift there in front of the altar. Then first go back and reach, reach, I can't say that word, uh, forgive them. Then come and get your offering of your gift. Reconciliate, that's what that word was. <laughs> Reconcile, see, I told you I'll get it in a minute. <laughs> so go back to them and say, hey, sometimes pick up that phone, send a simple text message, hey, God, or hey, hey, Bill, I'm sorry that I messed up or, or I had this hard grudge against you. Will you forgive me? Pastor Michael, they're dead and gone, and you're still holding on to a grudge to dead people. Give me a break. They're dead, gone. <laughs> they don't have no care in the world about you or anything that's happening in this world. But at that point, well, they went to the grave, and I didn't get to say it. Take it to God. God, you know that, that me and, and, and Jimmy had this big beef back in the day. Me and Trina had this issue back in the day. God, will you forgive me? God, I know they're, they're in your presence, but God, forgive me for having this, 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 this battle. Why doesn't God answer my prayers? Maybe you have the wrong motivation. See? <laughs> Maybe you have the wrong motivation. Well, hey, well, they done me wrong, so I'm going to pray for them, all right? I'm going to pray they get run over by a car. <laughs> Anybody ever pray that? Anybody ever pray, God, you know they've done me dirty. I want revenge. God, take them out. When they go out to eat, just let them get food poisoning. God, let them let something bad happen to them. Hey, I'm going to be transparent, you guys. I prayed some prayers back in my day. I'm like, God, just let them, just, just don't kill them, but, but maybe, maybe they just need to lose a foot or something, you know. Let them over there and boom. <laughs> I done lost brother. But see, let's look at the, let's look at the, Moses, Pharaoh's army, they were in a bad situation. And they were praying that God would take them out of this captivity they were in from Pharaoh. And they prayed and prayed and prayed and they seeked after God. And God said, okay. Went to Moses said, hey, I'm going to free my people. Moses said, hey, Pharaoh, let my people go. Da, 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 da. Fill in some blanks here to get to the Red Sea. They get to the Red Sea, and then this is when the doubt started taking place. Moses, why did you bring us here to let us die? We would have been, been better off dying where we were at, where we had food, where we had protection. Now we're here. Pharaoh's army, they mad at us because we run. We done, we done got out of jail over there, and they going to kill us. And I'm sure some of them say, we're praying out, Lord God, you said that you were going to save us. You brought us out of this situation. Now you put us in another situation. You put us in another predicament. Where are you, God? Maybe we had the wrong motivation. God, you're praying, or maybe we're praying to God that we want to have a best, a better business, but we're not willing to take the time to tithe into the church. And listen, I'm going to tell you guys something. If you don't take my word from, from me about tithing and giving, and it ain't just Pastor Michael up here just saying, Hey, I want you to give because none of your money comes in to me and goes into my pocket. It goes right back, right back into the church so we continue doing ministry. But you don't want to take my word for it that God will bless you because I know he will. Because there's been times where, where we've had to either pay our tithes or not eat or not keep our lights on or our water on. 
And I told Tasha and I looked her in the face and I said, hey, listen, listen, we're going to have to pay our tithes. I want to be faithful to God and what God's done in our life. I wrote a check, sent the check on, paid it. We began to pray, okay, God, we're being faithful. We never missed a meal. We never missed a light bill. We never missed a water bill. And it's amazing when God starts showing things up and see, you don't want to take my word for it. You want your business to be blessed. You want your life to be blessed. You want your finances to be blessed. Bless God with that first 10%. And watch what happens. Well, Pastor Mike, I've been doing it for the last two weeks, but, but, but I don't see nothing. Hey, keep trusting God and continue to see what happens. Come talk to me in six months. Tell me what happened. Because I promise you it's going to happen. <laughs> you may be like me. You're praying for thicker hair and it just ain't going to happen. Longer nails, man. They mean higher income. I mean, these are things seriously that people pray for. Hey, I want some longer hair. Pray about it. Nothing's too small for God. Nothing's too big for God. God can do it. God can touch us. Maybe our faith is just lacking. Maybe we lack that faith. Maybe we're praying, Pastor Michael, that's silly. Praying for hair. God can't do that. God could do more in a moment than I could do in 10,000 lifetimes. So if I know he can do it once for me, he can do it once for you. And he can do it 10 times fold. Sometimes it may be difficult why doesn't God answer our prayers? Maybe sometimes it can be difficult. Difficult. It's difficult sometimes to serve God. When the world comes at you and they say, hey, what you're doing isn't right. You're crazy. You're going to church each and every week. And you're, and you're sowing into the church, but yet there's nothing to show for it. You're crazy. You're starting a new church in Pilot Mountain. You're crazy. You're insane. Nobody's going to show up. You're having church through a pandemic. You're crazy. Sometimes it's difficult. But 1 John 5, 14 through 15, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and I said, God, I want to make sure it is you and not me who want us to do this church. And then we have multiple confirmations. And, but, but hear us according to your will, not my will. Pray that. And it's confidence that we had. Pray those things. And if, in verse 15 here, it says, if we, know that, uh, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what he asked of him. So we pray these things and we seek after him. We know that he is hearing us. We know these things. It can be difficult it can be strange. It can be hard. Why doesn't God answer our prayers? Why do we even bother praying sometimes? Sometimes it can be very tricky. Sometimes it can be very hard. Sometimes it can be difficult. If God is going to do whatever he wants anyway in our life, what's the purpose of praying? I met with a lady... Several months ago, she said, and I was like, hey, why don't you come visit us at Medic Church? She said, you don't want me to come to your church? I said, why not? I said, we want everybody to come. She said, because you don't believe what I believe. I said, interesting, what is that? She said, I don't have to, why, do I, why should I pray to God when my life is already pre-planned out? I said, because God gives you a choice to determine what he wants to do in your life. He's called us all to do great and mighty things. 
He's, we all have a story and a story worth telling. And you can relate to people that you may not understand now that you can relate to somebody else later. And what you're going through may help somebody else later on. And they're like, why do I bother praying when he's going to do what he wants anyway? Because God's going to do the will in, in your life if you will allow him. If you allow God to do his will in your life, you're going to see great things take off and explode. I'm going to close with this. The purpose of prayer isn't to, to get to do. Our purpose, the purpose of prayer isn't to get God to do our will. The purpose of prayer is to know God will do his will and that God will touch us in our lives and touch us like he's never done before. And I want to encourage you guys today. I don't know where you may be at this very moment in your walk with Christ. I, I, don't, I don't know where you may be struggling. You may have even asked yourself some of these difficult questions. Well, well, well God, I don't, I don't know why you didn't answer me. God, I don't understand why my family member had to go on when I prayed that they should be healed. Because God, you said that if you will ask in my name, it'll be done. And see, what happens is sometimes when God answers our prayers in a different way, we get upset. We get angry. And we start saying, hey, there is no God. Or God doesn't love me. And I want you guys to know that God still loves you. you. May not understand the reasoning. We may not understand why. But I can tell you that He still sits on the throne. He still cares for each one of us. And He's going to wrap His loving arms around us. And if you're struggling today, take it to the altar. Take it to God. And leave it there. If you have hurt in your past and you need to forgive somebody, I want to encourage you today. Come to the altar and say, hey, God, reveal them to me. And you might know who they are. And send that message out today. Send it out and say, hey, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And if it's some weird situation or some situation, just say, hey, and you don't want to reach out to certain individuals. I understand that. We get it. Just take it to God and say, hey, God, I'm giving it to you. Because there are certain situations that, that God understands. I know that God will touch your life. If you guys will stand this morning. God, we just want to thank you so much for this day. God, we just ask that you will touch our lives. God, touch us like never before. God, when we don't understand why, God, why you didn't answer the prayer. God, reassure us that you're still with us, that you're still on the throne, and you're still guiding our steps in the right way, that your will and your purpose is being done in our lives. God, even when it's hard, even when it's difficult to understand, God, God, give us the understanding that we need. God, maybe we've turned our back on you. 
But God, touch us today that we'll come back to you. And God, we will leave our problems and our issues and our heartbrokenness at the altar, God. And God, today, rescue us and restore that brokenness back in our lives. If you don't know who Jesus is, just all you had to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. God, when it gets hard and I question why you didn't do the certain things that you did, reassure me that you're with me and help me stay committed to my faith. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.